He is a fix for ultimately making your life better than it was. Dr. Devereaux's Lucky Miracle Hand Wash will take away all your bad problems and give you a new lease on life. Dr. Devereaux's Lucky Miracle Hand Wash is just what you need to make a life a special thing for you and your family. Dr. Devereaux's Lucky Miracle Hand Wash is on sale for the price of $7. That's right, just $7. Here and nowhere else will you find it for $7 plus shipping and handling. That's Dr. Devereaux's Lucky Miracle Hand Wash for $7 plus shipping and handling. Just call 773-359-4360. A little is all you need to make big blessings flow in your life.
Elder Yocanan, your certified spiritual advisor, is here to help you with your everyday life. A specialist in wealth, a specialist in success, a specialist in love, and a specialist in good fortune. The four supernatural blessings in your life. You can reach him at Elder Yocanan, Y-O-C-H-A-N-A-N, Box 993, Chicago, Illinois, 60617. Now, here's Elder Yocanan. I don't know how she'll go. I don't know how to be. 
But this Utero is something good. Now today we have Madame LaRue and Madame Regina LaRue, which is a person, I should say, who's very, very, very accomplished in tarot. She's very accomplished in tarot. And, well, the hoodoo tarot she knows too. Because today I'm going to be learning too. You hear that? Today I'm going to be learning too. But today this Madame LaRue will teach you certain things which I didn't know. I did not know it. I did not know it. Now, all I can say is, well, well, bonjour, Madame LaRue. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> bonjour, Papa Say. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm Comment doing well. Thank you. I'm sorry. I couldn't. <laughs> um, I, I, I wish I knew Creole more, but I, I, I'll just say I'm doing well, and I hope you're doing well, and everybody's doing well on the on the broadcast. Yeah, they're doing well. And today, I tell you, oh, boy, these lines are lit up. You have got something to do. You've got something to do. If you want to if you want to give a question, well, we're going to last for about a good 90 minutes. But if you want to ask a question, just wait to the end, okay? And we will have a question and answer thing. What, now, Madam LaRoe, what? What are some of the things of tarot that's in this? What are some of the things? The, you know, the symbols I don't know. You know, it speaks mm-hmm. of baskets and whatnot. I don't know nothing about that. And well, would you tell us about that? Would you tell us about the oh. the different signs that are here? Sure, sure. Um, so first, I just want to give uh, a lot of credit and praise to uh, the creator of the Hoodoo Tarot. Her name is uh, Tayana Lee McQuillar. Um, this uh-huh. woman who created, who created this deck really was spirit-led to make this deck. Um, it, it's the first of its kind. I've been reading tarot for many years. And, um, of course, I use a traditional Rider Waite tarot deck that probably most people are familiar with. And I've always wanted a deck that showed people of color um, and not just showed people of color, but showed our culture as hoodoo in a deck because there's, there's been no decks like this. All of the decks that are out there are show white people and European culture, and that's fine. Yeah. But I, I've always wanted something that when I looked at the cards, I could see myself, I could see people that looked, at, looked like me, and I could, I could feel familiar. And so I just want to give, start out by, by just giving her so much thanks for, for coming up with this deck because we have to give credit where credit's due. So I just want okay. to say that first. Um, so um, I don't know kind of how we're going to start. I'll just kind of go into uh, my experience working with this deck and what I know about it and, and try to, uh, you know, give people a little taste about how this deck works. So the ho- what makes the hoodoo tarot really stand out outside of it, you know, showing hoodoo culture and black culture is that it still follows what's called the Rider-Waite system. Now, if, if 
if, if, a, if anyone here is familiar with Rider Waite, that's the original first tarot deck that came out by Pamela Smith. Um, I'm sure if you pull it up online, you can see a lot of the pictures. Like we, we're familiar with the probably the devil card, the magician card, you know, those popular cards like that. This deck mm-hmm. still follows that, that general system. But what she did is she flipped it and she uh, took hoodoo culture and black culture and she kind of overlaid it with the original Rider Waite system. And it was brilliant how she did this because most people, when they make a deck that has black people, they kind of break the mold and they do something totally different. But if you or if anyone is familiar with how to use the Rider Waite, then this deck will still, you'll be able to read with it because she still kept it in that framework, which was really good. Um, so basically, if, 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 and I'm just going to get, give a crash course on, on tarot. If, if no one knows anything about tarot, I'll try to make it as simple as possible. Um, the tarot is a system um, that's broken up into two parts. You have the major arcana, and you have the minor arcana. So the major arcana are 22 cards, and those are the those cards act as the major things that are going down in a person's life or situation. These are the big things, the big situations, <clears throat> the big experiences. Uh, when those cards come up in a reading, it's like you really got to pay attention to them because they um, they overshadow everything else. So the 22 major cards uh, in a regular Rider Waite tarot deck, you know, has the magician, it has the high priest, it has the devil card, you know, a lot of those cards that, like I said, if you're familiar with the Rider Waite, you would see. But what she did with the hoodoo tarot is that for the majors, instead of having those traditional cards, she took – she instead called, she didn't call it the major arcana. She called the first 22 the elders. So what she did is that she looked at hoodoo culture and she, she took um, uh, uh, people in hoodoo culture that we, would be con- that we would consider elders, and she made those people the 22 major arcana cards. So, for instance, uh, in the regular wider rate, Rider Waite deck, um, we, there's a card called the Magician. I'm sure people have seen the Magician. It's, you know, the guy in the red robe, and he's got a hand pointed up, and he's got one pointed down. He's at a table, and he's got a wand in his hand. I'm sure people have seen that depiction. But what she did with the Hoodoo Tarot is instead making just a, a black Magician card, she actually um, used a, a – a, um, an African-American male uh, for that card. And she did a lot of history on this deck as well. She did, a, she did her homework. So she, she is very familiar with African-American history and culture and how it ties to hoodoo. She just didn't pick any random people. So in the hoodoo tarot deck, the person that she has for the magician is someone called Black Herman. Now, he, mm-hmm. um, this is the first time I, are you familiar with Black Herman, Papa? Yes, I am. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, he, <laughs> with all those guys, oh, boy. Yeah, this, yeah. This I is, mean, I, I didn't, I'm sorry? All right, yeah. 
I said, yeah, no, I, was just I didn't know. Go ahead, Papa. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, this is history yeah, Papa, for me. You want... Yeah, Here we go. it's, it's a lot of history. Uh-huh. Well, I see. Yeah. I... So, so what she did is that she, she took Black Herman and she made Black Herman the magician. And the good thing with this deck is that it comes with a really good book. It's a really good book that comes with this deck so that when you get the cards, if you don't know what you're looking at, if you don't understand, you know, who's this person on this card? You go right to the book, and she has the picture of the card, and she tells you about, you know, each picture and why she chose that particular elder in our community on that card. So with Black Herman, and, and the good thing about the book, the book breaks down a couple of different things. So with the magician, she has Black Herman, the magician, and she includes a biblical verse that goes along with these cards. So that's the other part that she really, really did a good job on. Because when we, we know it with hoodoo, we use the Bible. And we use roots and we use herbs and we, and we use the roots and the, and the biblical verses that all align up to what we're trying to do. So what mm-hmm. she did is when you go to the book, she'll have the card and she'll have a biblical verse that goes with the card. And then she'll actually have a root or herb that corresponds to that card. Mm-hmm. So, what, so what you can do with this deck is not only just read with it, but you can also use it to diagnose something. If, you, if, you, if there's a work that you're trying to do, you know, usually before and who do we do work, we always do a reading, you know, to see what we need to do and to look into the situation. So if there's a certain situation you need to do and you want to do a reading with this deck, it also gives you the root and the herb that you may want to look into for that work. So she, so this deck, this is really the only deck you need. If you are a, a, if you work hoodoo, this deck will give it to you all. If you want to utilize it that way, if you want to have the it has the biblical verse, it has the root, and then she goes into explaining about Black Herman. So I'll I'll read I'll just read this page for you just to, a little bit just to give you an idea. So so for the magician, she got Black Herman, and the biblical verse that she has to go with this card. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So the reason why she chose that verse is because the magician card is about, you know, manifestation. The, the magician card is about having a lot of faith to, to, mm. to bring about what you want. So that's why she chose that verse to go with the magician card. And then the plant that she has or the root is called snake root. Now, I'm not sure why she chose snake root. Papa, do you know anything about snake root? Because I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> snake root is one of the ones in which people use for miracles and things like that. It's, it's, oh. Well, it's very, 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 very prosperous. Snake root is a good one. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's okay. So that's why she uh 
she used it. Now, a couple of these roots I had to research myself because I never heard of them, but it, it, it's a good way to expand your knowledge if, you know, you come across a root or herb that you never heard about. So she has the biblical verse, she has the root, and then she wrote, she has something about the image. And she says here, uh, Black Herman is dressed in a tux. Now, if you look at the card, he has a tuxedo on. He holds a stick to the sky that says power in one hand and is pointing to a drum peeking out from a Virginia snake root bush with the other hand. So then she talks about what's going on in the card. Now, here's the part where she talks about the history. She said, Benjamin Rucker, 1892 to 1934, a.k.a. otherwise known as Black Herman, was the most famous Negro magician in the history of the United States. He adopted the name Black Herman to pay homage to two fellow black magicians he admired, Prince Herman and and Elzo Herman. Black Herman's charismatic personality, illusions, and resurrections after being buried alive made him a national sensation. Herman also made a living selling tonics, mail-order occult courses, books, pamphlets, and talismans that were designed to protect its wearer from white supremacy. And then she goes on to say, arguably, one of the most interesting aspects of Benjamin Rucker was how he used his platform as an entertainer and hoodoo man to promote his militant black nationalist political beliefs. So she goes into the history of who this man was, Black Herman, and how as a magician, he also put in some, you know, other uh, black national, nationalist beliefs into his shows that he did and the things that he sold, the talismans and all that. And then once you read the history, then she goes into how when you do a reading with this card and it comes up, what it means in the reading. So she says here, if you're doing a reading and the black Herman, a magician, appears in the reading, you are being challenged to make that which you desire manifest. The difference between a dream and a goal is a plan. So make sure you have a clear plan. It is key that you know exactly what step is necessary to, obje- to obtain your objective. And then she goes on to say a, lo- a little bit more about when it comes up in the card. And then it says, if you receive the Black Herman card in a reading, following, uh, are your talents and skills being put to good use? Uh, do your intentions, beliefs, and desires match up to the life you live? How committed are you to your goals? So she goes into this whole list about what it also means when it comes up when you do a reading. So basically the whole book is like this. Um, She has the card, the biblical verse, the root. She talks about what's going on in the picture because the thing is, the other thing, the artwork in this deck is amazing. Now the woman that did the artwork is uh, she's actually a white woman, uh, Kalina Vasi. So I looked her up. She's a, a spiritualist as well. I don't, I don't think she practices hoodoo, but she's an artist. And 
obviously for her to make this artwork, she had a lot of direction from uh, from Tiana on what you know what she wanted to see in these cards. The thing with these cards is when you start looking at these cards, you will see so much going on in this artwork, and you will see spirit in these cards. You will if you when you look at the card the first time, you think you just see the picture. But if you keep looking in the card deeper and deeper, you will see in the background where the artist made spirit. Like you can see spirit um, that she spirit like faces that she put in the background. And the first time I saw that, I thought it was just me. I said I must be going crazy looking in these cards and seeing it. But sure enough, I I, I called my girlfriend who's also a reader and she also is a root worker and she got this debt too. And I said to her, look at some of these cards and tell me what you see in the back. And sure enough, she saw other spirits in there. So with the image on the card, when you start looking at it and you start seeing all the symbolism that she has, you're going to see a lot of stuff. So I would recommend this deck definitely for, to anybody. It's, it's a type of deck. It's, it's everything in this deck that you need as a root worker. You don't need to use any other deck, in my opinion, for root working. Hmm. So. This <clears> one on Miss, on Miss Ida. Miss Ida, and she was, well, they, yes. they call her high priest of hoodoo. But Miss Ida, I was, I'm shocked that Miss Ida Carter, who was a root worker from Hugginsville, Louisiana, I mean, uh, uh, no, Hugginsville, Elk, Alabama, yeah. That she's called Seven Sisters, and that's mm-hmm. mighty funny because you know they have a thing called Seven Sisters Oil and Seven Sisters Cash yes. and Seven Sisters This and yes. Seven Sisters That. But you know what? I've got seven girls. I have seven sisters, <laughs> and that you know it's 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 like a shot. It's like a shot. Yeah. But also, you know, to see that Jersey T is her thing. Jersey T. And mm. the the about it, you know. Well anyway, well I better shut up. I better shut up. I've better shut up. She's <laughs> doing seven day candles, the whole thing. And it just blew my mind. It blew my mind. I didn't notice I knew about, I knew uh-huh. about Miss Davis, I mean Miss Carter. I knew about her, but and I didn't know all this. I knew that yeah. she was a hoodoo, and I knew where, but it was just something else. It was just something else. But this is someone. This is something that we can we can look at and make from it. And what you say, when you see the spirits in there, well, that's right. You do see spirits. I do see spirits in the picture. I see yeah. the spirits. I see them. And it is just, it's just something to know. Just something to, to know that this little picture here is what drew me back again. Now, here my daughters are. In their 30s and 40s and all that. 
and that stuff is here right now with us. Right mm-hmm. now with us. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. No, go no. Ahead on. Papa, I, pre- I appreciate what you're saying. Um, just it, It's interesting, too, because uh, real quick, and I'm going to get to Ida in a minute, but going back to Black Herman, um, I was shocked to find this out. So when I read his name, Benjamin Rucker, my yeah. uncle, my uncle who passed away uh, probably about almost maybe eight years ago, his name was Robert Rucker, Robert Rucker. And oh. he, he um, yes, and this was my uncle. This was my, my father's sister's husband. So he was my uncle by marriage. But he, when I saw that last name, I said, hmm, that's interesting. My uncle's name was Rucker. So I wouldn't hmm. be surprised when, you, when we go through this book, if we see certain names that we may have in our family, you know, or, you know, because this is really our history. This is more than just a tarot deck. This is our history. So don't be surprised if you go through these books and you start seeing some of these names and, and different things that it doesn't strike a bell with you or sound familiar. Now, I don't know if there's any relation between Benjamin Rucker and my uncle. My uncle, he uh, had something to do with the Rucker tournament, some basketball tournament that they had. Uh, he, oh. he was involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it, it, was, just, it was just interesting when I saw his name. I said, oh. So, um, so yeah, Miss Ida, moving on to Miss Ida. Now, the Seven Sisters – you can go on eBay right now and find Seven Sisters oils and some Seven Sisters products because when I read this, I said, oh, my goodness, I thought I saw some products on eBay called Seven Sisters. And sure enough, you can find them on there. Now, Miss Ida, she uh, replaces the high priestess in the traditional tarot deck. The high priestess is the woman that, um, sits on a throne, and she's got two pillars. I'm talking about in the traditional Rider weight deck. She's got two pillars, and those actually those two pillars have to do with Boaz and Joaz, some, some, something to do with in King Solomon's temple. And yeah. in the tradition, in the traditional Rider weight depiction, she's holding a Torah scroll. Uh, it says Torah on there, and she's got the moon at her feet. So she's actually like the Shekinah. And the, when you study the symbolism, and that's why I honestly like working with the tarot, because there's a lot of biblical, a lot of biblical symbolism in the tarot, in the traditional tarot. Um, but anyway, so what she did is she took the high priestess and she made her Miss Ida. So the high priestess in the... Uh, in tarot really has to do with secret knowledge, hidden mm-hmm. knowledge, um, okay. being uh, that that kind of knowledge that 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 we the, the the inner knowing, the intuition, the psychic gifts, that type of thing. And so um, <clears throat> she took the high priestess and made her Miss Ida. And here in the book, you know, the biblical verse, she has to correlate to Miss Ida, be still mm-hmm. and know that I am God. And that's what the high priestess is about. She's about that quiet inner knowing that we have, mm-hmm. that, that quiet 
that quiet inner knowing. And so the plant that she had, like you said, Papa, is the Jersey tea. And then she goes into um, the history of her. And I thought this was interesting because she says that in the book, she says um, a seven-year-old Ida Carter is standing in an attic surrounded by candles. And she's got all kinds of white candles around her. It's dark, but she's not afraid because she's an old soul who understands that she is never really alone. <clears throat> and then she goes on to say, I have a seven sisters, Carter, 1900, they don't know when she died, was a root worker from Hogsville, Alabama. There isn't much information on her, but Miss Ida recalled the process of her self-initiation, which consisted of, of burning seven candles all night while she prayed, starting on the 1st of May and continuing for six consecutive nights. Miss Ida repeated this process each May for seven years until the Holy Spirit told her she was ready to work for the community. Now, I found this interesting because, to my knowledge, Papa, if you can answer this, there's no initiation into hoodoo. But according to what she's saying in this book, if it's true or not, uh, this woman self-initiated herself. Have you ever heard of that before, where people self-initiate themselves into hoodoo? I've heard of it before. I've heard of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, she—the fact that she self-initiated herself really does speak out. Because uh, during that during that time of life, there was nothing as far as uh, initiation was concerned. It's, it wasn't who who there was in right. Santa uh, and all the rest that were, but there was no such thing as hoodoo as a hoodoo initiation. So. I believe that those seven nights on the first of May, you know, you know, May is coming quick. I believe that's that right. Seven nights, nights we could certain people could initiate their own selves. Oh yes, yeah, they, they could. could yeah, because that is a good time. It is good, and I believe that. I believe that this is good. This is really good. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, you're fine, Papa. So, yeah, so when I came across this card, I said, oh, that was a really nice choice that she made for the high priestess. And then, of course, in the back, she goes on to say, if you're doing a reading, um, oh, let me see, what did she say? Okay, the the Jersey tea was what she said was the herb to use. I've never even heard of Jersey tea. Papa, do you know what Jersey tea herb is or root is? Yeah, Jersey tea is good for um, divination. Good for divination. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it is good. It's it's good. Jersey tea is a good tea. It is good. But that but it is for divination and for well for for fortune telling for all of that type of stuff. But it is something good. It's something good. Not mm. you know just to see it as being her her plant. You know that it just it rings a bell in my mind because you mm-hmm. know now now we're talking about well we're talking about really fifty sixty years ago but you know that Jersey tea is something else it is something else and all I can say is well you know get some get a person can get a little bit of it and use it 
That Jersey Tea will make you see certain things which you ain't never seen before. You'll see a whole Uh-oh. lot. You see a whole lot. It will. It will. You will see a lot. So, okay, go on. I'm sorry. Sure, sure. No, no. I think I'm going to look into ordering me some Jersey Tea. If that's what you're saying, I'm definitely going to look into that. So, um, okay. So yeah, so so uh, in the book again, when you draw that card in a reading, um, she has some meanings here. It says, you know, trust your intuition, trust what spirit's saying to you. Let go and let God uh, seek and embrace the mystery, because the, the the high priestess card and the tarot is really about mysteries. It's about those uh, occult spiritual mysteries that we only can can find on our own. No one can really teach us. It's something that spirit shows us and spirit teaches us. So that's really kind of what the card symbolizes. So I thought, you know, when she, when she um, used Miss Ida as the high priestess, and if you look at the card in the Hoodoo Tarot, and then you look at the original card, you can see where she, she took some of the symbolism. So like in the original high priestess, she has the moon at her feet. And so you see the moon in the background. And in this card, I believe, Papa, is one of the cards that you can see some extra spirits in. Let me see if I can mm-hmm. find it really quick because I got the deck right here. Um, I think this is probably the first card where I saw some of those spirits. Let me see here. And Where's I think, video? you know, she's in, she's in the attic. And you know in attics there's a lot of spirits in attics. Yeah. So oh, let me yeah. see here. Big queen. So I, yeah, so I think if you look, yeah, okay, so I'm looking at the card. If you look in the back, in the upper right-hand side, you can see a head in, a, in the shape of a body. It looks like a ghost figure. Oh, yeah. It's, the head is kind of up by the, the rafters, the rafters and, and the ceiling on the right-hand side. Uh-huh. It, looks, it almost looks like a skeleton. Do you see it? Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's, and when I saw that, I said, woo, look at that. It, it's really hard to tell, but if you really kind of gaze at what's going on in the background of these cards, that's the other thing. Like, you see the image in the front, you know, you see the girl with the candles and the moon, but with these cards, you got to look in the background. And when you look in the background and you let your eyes just, you know, relax, you will see all kinds of things. So, um, yeah, that was a, a really good card for that one. And so, um, see what else here. So, yeah, so, so we're going through, like I said before, the minor archima, which is what it's called in the original tarot. But here she called these the elders. Let me see if I can pick out another one that kind of stood out for me. Um, Okay, so this one stood out for me, um, Bishop C.H. Mason. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, yeah. Christ, the founder of the church and God, of God and Christ. Now, that's, that's something right. no one ever pays attention to, huh? That's right. Yeah. So the card the car that Bishop C.H. Mason um, represents in the traditional tarot deck is called the Hierophant. 
So the hierophant mm-hmm. and the traditional tarot deck kind of looks like kind of looks like a pope. He looks like a pope. And right. the meaning of that card, the meaning of that card has to do with basically religious institutions, religion, um, you know, the the formal religious structure that we see in society. You know, um, not so well. The high priestess was more spirituality. It was more about a person, you know, understanding spirit from their own inner, from their own inner world. But the hierophant represents the the religious establishments, the churches, um, the hierarchy of how you know religion is structured. You got priests and 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 all these people. That's really what the hierophant represents. Um, and in and in the original card, you see two people kneeling at the hierophant's feet, and they're coming to the for knowledge, for spiritual wisdom. Um, versus in the high priestess, where the high priestess, there's no teacher. You learn everything on your own. But in this card, it's about you know a mentor, uh, someone you're going like a spiritual teacher that you go to to actually learn these secrets. So it was really nice how she used Bishop C.H. Mason to represent the Hierophant card. And um, because he was the founder of uh, the chief apostle, it says here in the book, and first senior bishop of the Church of God in Christ based in Memphis, Tennessee. And it says here, by the time of Mason's death, the Church of God in Christ had more than 4,000 churches and 400,000 members in South America, Africa, Asia, Europe, and the United States. And so um, this card is also has a lot of stuff going on in the background. Uh, the, verse, the verse that she used, the biblical verse that she used, um, is, from the, is from the book of James. It says, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it's a sin. And I thought that was kind of, um, that kind of goes with this card because he was really about the church and, and, and um, you know, that righteous standard. He was really about that. And so the plant that or the herb that goes with this is cedar. She has cedar mustard. I've never heard of that. Have you heard of that, Papa, cedar mustard? Hello, Papa? Are you still here? Uh-oh. Hello? Hello? Is anybody here? Hello? 